Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did, the podcast for millennials that find themselves in the middle of the growth phase. You know, the part in the big life transition that doesn't feel good. This is the part where it feels hard to show up every damn day. You may be in the thick of things now, but someday you'll look back and be hella proud of yourself that you kept going. I'm your host, Allison, and honestly, I know the growth phase is messy. That's why I'm sharing my stories and life lessons in hopes that it'll help you navigate the messy stuff in your life. I'm positive our paths have crossed for a reason, and I'm so, so excited to have you along for the ride because now we get to grow through the hard stuff together. Hey friends, Allison here. Welcome back to another episode of But What If You Did? So I know last week's episode was a little on the heavy side. I definitely got that feedback from a lot of you. But here's the thing. On this podcast, I promise to keep it real with you. And sometimes that means real talk about uncomfortable topics and conversations that maybe some of us are going to be uncomfortable with. And sometimes that means we're going to learn about something that was like a big life lesson. And Other times, we're just going to have a coffee chat about something. So just know that like those type of episodes are going to pop up from time to time because when you're navigating a growth season in life, you're going to face uncomfortable things and you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And while we may not share the same views on things, I think that often the underlying principles are pretty similar. And just as I can learn from you, I think you can learn from my experiences. So, you know, politics is just kind of one of those things that whether we like it or not, it's going to have influence over our lives and it's going to impact how we live our lives. So it's just one of those messy things that uncomfortable or not, we have to take the time to learn it. Kind of like personal finance, but I'll save that topic for another week Um, because trust me, I could go off on a tangent on the things that I've learned about personal finance and how I cleaned up my own finances. So we'll save that topic and maybe bring in one of my millennial money expert friends to have a conversation with. But this week, I just want to flip the cards a little bit and talk something a little lighter as we head towards the end of the year. I want us to work together on really just being more grateful and thankful for the lessons that 2020 has taught us and just start to reflect on, you know, how we're going to carry these lessons into 2021 and really the future at large. So let's kick it off with, I'll guess this is kind of a mini growth of the hard stuff lesson. Really, this was more um, how I turned something that was kind of a negative for myself into something really positive. And if you're in the place that I was, this is something like I am literally proof that if I can do this and change my thoughts around this, so can you. So my growth through the hard stuff lesson is honestly just something as simple as like, I've heard about gratitude practices for years, right? Like it's something that we just feel like i I guess like, especially heading into the new year, you know, when they're talking about goals and stuff, like you hear people talk about, you should have a gratitude practice. You should practice gratitude every day. And it just almost becomes this thing that like your mind just kind of mutes or doesn't want to listen to because it just kind of sounds so over-talked about, right? So I thought practicing gratitude, honestly, was just dumb. That it was supposed one of those stupid things that successful people talked about because they think it makes them look like they know what they're doing. 
And I just, for the longest time, like I could not wrap my mind around why I should bother writing down what I was thankful for. Like it just felt like a waste of time to me. But here's the thing. This ended up being one of those like weird pivotal moments for me. I kept asking myself like, what? I guess that it was more of this like, what if being grateful was just a waste of my time, right? I felt like it like writing it down or whatever. Like it just wasn't going to change anything because all of that was tied to my external circumstances. And I just had kind of found myself making myself believe that gratitude was a negative experience. Except it wasn't. I had just kind of made it one for myself because I was so annoyed with the hype around it that I wasn't looking at what they were trying to teach me. I wasn't being open to learning about the ways in which gratitude could really help me. So I flipped the question and it became, but what if I started a gratitude practice and it was actually fulfilling? And I kind of started to noodle on this and really like, but really like, what if I tried to start a gratitude practice and really committed to it? Like, would it be as fulfilling as all of these influencers and these authors and these people that I listen to podcasts that like that they say it was going to be? And so for me, this moment kind of came around when the Start Today journals had come out, um, which is from Rachel Hollis's company. And at that point, like I was really into her books and her content. And, you know, in this journal, the Start Today journal, which I'm pretty sure several of my listeners are pretty familiar with, um, it has prompts that you fill out each day. And one of them is five things you're grateful for. So I figured I'd give it a try. And I know for me, like when I'm going to commit to something, like I have to give myself a very clear, like I'm going to commit for X amount of days because I have to prove to myself that I can commit fully to those, to this, you know, new expectation that I'm setting myself for X amount of days before I decide whether it's like worth it. So I committed to 30 days and literally wrote out a, like a little calendar for myself with little check boxes for each day. And I put it in my bathroom on the counter so that I would see it every morning and wouldn't forget because I'm also notorious for being that person that says I'm going to do something, but because I don't have it written down physically in front of me, it's like out of sight, out of mind. So wrote up my little calendar, said I was going to do it for 30 days. Well, funny enough, not only did I end up really enjoying the practice, but I stayed committed for 30 days. And I really actually kind of found myself looking forward to it every morning. I was seeing these like small but noticeable changes in my life. And it just seemed to add this like quiet moment of reflection to my morning routine. And we all know that my morning routine is like the biggest thing to me. So I think why it became this like integral part of my morning routine is like this was where I realized that I was really learning about myself. Like this is when I was like taking time to sit in stillness and just be myself and realize what was important to me and reflect on what was happening around me. And this also like plays a lot into like how I got into journaling and um, just a quick little plug. I do have a free five-day learn how to journaling kind of challenge coming up in just a couple of weeks. So you're not going to want to miss your opportunity to sign up for that. 
um, to get a little more in depth. I've got some really great blog posts coming your way on how to get into journaling, what you need to get started, and just some journaling prompts to get your mind thinking. So if you're not on my email list already, now is a great time to go click that link in my bio and make sure you're signed up so that you don't miss your chance to sign up for the journaling challenge. Um, and of course, you'll it'll all be linked on Instagram and whatnot as well. If you're not following me there, that's also a good place to learn about that. But I digress. Back to gratitude. So gratitude became a big part of how I got into journaling, right? And like I said, it just kind of added this quiet moment of reflection to my morning routine. And I was just really loving learning about myself through doing it. So what did I really, you know, let's break it down. What did I really learn from this practice? I learned that when you practice being thankful, the world just starts to feel a little bit lighter and starts to seem a little bit brighter. And I just started to in general, stress less and just enjoy the little things. In this way, I like I gained confidence from it because I could feel this positive shift over time in my attitude and in my energy. And I was just like, it was really reaffirming that I was showing up for myself and really working on myself every single day. And it taught me that I was really capable of changing toxic behavior patterns. Like, I was definitely someone who dwelled on the negatives and this taught me how to, in a way, reteach my mind how to focus on optimism and being more positive. And that was that was really confidence boosting for me because I had taught myself that I could do something I didn't think was possible and it could shift my perspective and it could, you know, like it just was really fulfilling to feel that confidence shift within myself. My perspective had definitely shifted and I found myself focusing on the little wins and the little joys and just the good things in life rather than the things that were going wrong. There was less stress and there was less overwhelm and that made space in my life for me to help and serve others. So I want you to pause for a minute And just really think about what are you thankful for? Or do you already have a gratitude practice? If so, like, how did you start? What was it that worked well for you? Um, Did you have a pivotal moment kind of like I did? Did you not? And if not, like, what's holding you back? What, why are you hesitant to, um, to focus on this and, you know, to, to kind of really embrace the idea of gratitude and practicing it? So just some questions to think about. And now I want to talk about just three like tips, tricks, steps that I kind of use to establish that gratitude practice in my life. Um, I know I set, you know, a really specific time goal that I would be able to measure myself against. And that was really important to me. Um, And then, you know, for me, it was, like I said, a big thing was A, having a quiet space that I used every morning. And so for me, that was sitting on the, this is going to sound really crazy specific, but sitting on the left side of the couch while drinking my coffee. But I knew that every time I was sitting on the left side of the couch in the morning while drinking my coffee, this goes back to habit stacking, which we've also previously talked about on the podcast. Um, I was going to practice my gratitude and I was going to write down 
five things that I was grateful for. And these don't have to be big things. So I don't want you to overthink it. Like that's the the beauty in all of this is that like it should really be these quick five things that come to mind. These should be really small things. So like examples for me are often like sipping my coffee by the fire when I'm at my parents' house or just extra snuggles with my cat in the morning because sometimes he really wants to snuggle and other times he does not. Or like seeing my parents' dog run to the door to greet me because she's so excited that I'm here or cooking dinner um, for my family or, you know, seeing my nephews or that like there are just so many little things to be grateful for and thankful for every single day. But it can also be bigger things. Like sometimes you just have a bigger thing on your heart that you should write down. Like I have a home and parents that welcomed me back during a hard year during a pandemic, right? Like that's something to be grateful for. Um, Having enough money in my savings to financially be sustain myself and stay stable through a six month furlough. That's something to be thankful for. But these are the bigger things are not the things you want to focus on every single day because that's when you'll start to feel heavy and to feel really just under the weight of the world. So think about the little things, the little things that bring you joy, the little things that boost you up, the little things that add confidence to your day. And those are the things you want to practice being grateful for daily because it's going to point out the things that are going right instead of the things that are going wrong. And I get it. Like staying optimistic in the face of adversity, it takes some serious practice. And you have to really retrain your brain to to think that way and to to focus on the positive and to look at the bright side of things. Um, And that's not easy. So also just a little you know, food for thought, you have to have grace with yourself when you're learning any of these skills that are, as I've said, going to help you in a growth phase or a transition phase, because none of this is something that you just like learn, you snap your fingers and it magically happens. Like these are all behaviors that you have to practice time and time and time and time again, before they're going to become so a part of who you are that you don't need to think about them anymore. So I want to, you know, kind of wrap this up, but because I want to keep this pretty short and sweet and just remind you to go out there and really focus on being thankful and grateful through the end of the year. But one of my favorite books recently has been Chasing the Bright Side by Jess Ekstrom. And in the book, one of my favorite quotes is, we can't control our experiences, but we can always write our stories. And I think that that is so important to remember because especially in 2020, like we really can't control what's happening around us right now. And especially, you know, the last week, you know, at the time of recording, like we don't know who's going to be elected president yet. We don't know. um, I don't know when I'm going to get to go back to work. I don't know. Like there's just a lot of uncertainty brought on by my external environment and my experiences in 2020. And there's, there's so much that I just, I can't control. And there's so much you can't control right now too. But I can control how I'm choosing to write my story. And I'm choosing to write my story as an optimistic one and one that's hopeful for the future and what 2021 will bring. And that is hopeful that through this podcast and my personal platform that I'll be able to help more and more people and grow this community. I'm choosing to write my story in a positive light. 
And you can do that too. So optimism and gratitude, I mean, they really, they go hand in hand. So although, you know, we're coming off of this probably pretty stressful election week, I I want to encourage you to continue to challenge yourself to focus on the positives as we race towards the end of the year. And I know that 2020 has made it very hard to focus on the positive. But if you're an action taker and a doer and somebody that's listening to this podcast, chances are you know that you can control your thoughts and you're ready to do the work to make a brighter future for yourself, right? So if you don't already have a gratitude practice in place, I want to challenge you to start one. And let's make it a goal to consistently talk about with our friends, our families, with this community, what we're thankful for this November. 2020 has been unlike any other, but with every hard thing we've been through this year, I guarantee you've learned some really important life lesson attached to it. And I want you to practice being grateful for what those life lessons have taught you. Until next week, friends, I will see you right back here, same time, same place. Thank you so much for taking some of your valuable time to hang out with me today. I hope you found a nugget of wisdom to encourage you to get out of your own way and to take action, even when it feels hard. Resources and links discussed in today's episode can be found in the show notes. And P.S. If you love this episode or it really vibes with you, I would really love for you to slide into my DMs on Instagram at but period what if you did period the podcast so that we can connect or better yet, share this to your story or maybe even send it to a friend and be sure to tag me so that I can personally say thank you for coming along this journey with me. Until next time, friends. 